All right. Bro, I went to go to the bar to get something to drink, and the bar was closed, and I had to go back. They're like, where's your drink? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's trying to get away. He couldn't even get a drink. Oh, man, sit down. All right, we rolling. Yeah, we rolling. Hey, welcome back. Hey, season two, but I don't know, though, and I'm still on vacation mode because I don't care. I'm not playing with y'all today, man. I was on a cruise. That's why we didn't have no shows for like two weeks. It's my fault. I'm not I'm not coming out of vacation mode. Phil. Yeah, this guy was on vacation. So I, I think cross, it's about time for me to take more. I would cross my legs, but you know, I I don't yeah, I would I would cross my legs, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to make y'all uncomfortable. So I'm just gonna sit like how women do when yeah, they got on shirts. Don't, don't do that. Keep the legs together and turn them to the side just like this. We have to put a triple X warning on this episode. Well, I have to slide this right if you over. cross your legs. Put this right over here where that would <laughs> What's up? Hey, if this is your first time here with us. My name is Avery Mason. I'm a comedian. This is Phil Hunt. He is also a comedian. This is But I Don't Know, though. It's an advice podcast for people who have no business giving advice. And we also talk about a lot of other things, pop culture, sports, from a comedian's perspective. I don't think I've ever seen you wear shorts before. You've never seen me wear shorts, bro? So, you you know, you you very much look like the dude from Captain Planet, the villain. Uh, what is his name? Duke Nukem, I think. Duke Nukem? Yeah, oh, you, no. you, you're giving me Duke Nukem vibes. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't realize his name was Duke Nukem until just now. That Remember the other game? Oh, the Duke, uh, Duke Nukem Duke on Nukem. like N64. Yeah, yeah, N64. That was one of my favorite games, man. First was person it? Persp- oh, man, that game was so much Remember fun. Remember they had the strip club in there? They did. That's why you walk to, up to those girls. They try like, to get a band. They'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That game was kind of crazy. It, it but that was out, pre-mass shootings, though. It definitely was. It came out like right after like Terminator, because then you yeah, the shades with the, the, the well, high Right top now, fade, if, the oh, that was fade. Terminator. Okay. Yeah, it was broke, uh, you know, See, because nowadays Terminator. you go, oh, no, this is this is mass shooter. That yeah, there's a yeah, white yeah, yeah. dude with a bunch of guns just walking around shooting things. <laughs> that they, they probably wouldn't <laughs> even let them make Duke Nukem now. Nah, they'd nah, be like, nah, no, none no, of that. No, no more. No but more. yeah, you giving me in this fit, you giving me Duke I, Nukem I, vibes. I appreciate that because when I wore this on a cruise ship, somebody definitely said I look like The Rock, like circa '98 <laughs> when he would come out with these kind of like. Okay, well, I I was thinking more Duke Nukem, but The Rock too. Yeah, when he would, if you smell what yeah. The Rock is cooking, and the eyebrow, yeah, the, the eyebrow, all that. Don't have the chains, man. But you know what I was it. just telling somebody about that though. Yes, which one is Rock? The Rock has one of the greatest character transformations of all time. Yes, he does. Let's let's shout out to The Rock about that. Remember, he was Rocky Maivia, and he was like young, and he was corny. He had like the Jerry curl thing going. He had the native wear on of the, and he didn't quite know what his character was. He had the beef with a wild man, Mark Miro. That's right. Remember he, title. him yeah, and yeah. Sable, and then by the end when he became the Rock, he took Sable from Mark Miro. He did. They were booing him because they hated him. They would chant things like "Die Rocky, Die." And he didn't like, have the people's elbow. No, no, he didn't. It was a, it was a crossbody block. He put his swag on it though, and you know that's the thing about any art form, which a lot of people don't think wrestling is an art form, but it is. It is. And it is. figuring out your brand. It's a physical art. So he form. figured out his brand, but. This is what I was telling somebody the other night about, like, we're comedians and some of us have closers, mm-hmm. which I was talking to another comedian <laughs> like a year ago, which actually it was, uh, you know, Jordan Rock, which yes, very funny comedian. Also she the rock. baby brother of Chris Rock. And Tony. Uh, and Tony. But he was saying one night, he said to me, and I knew me and him were getting old because he goes... These new niggas don't even got closes. <laughs> and you go, they don't. You watch their sets and you go, what was the, every yeah. set is different. That's and you go, laugh. come on, there's supposed to be a closer right, here. Up. So for those of you who don't know the technical term we're using, a closer for a comedian is their, their last joke, the one that gets it's, the biggest laugh. That it's you- like a finishing move if yeah. you were, if this was wrestling, right. it's the people's elbow. Right before the three count. Exactly. So no, I realized with the people's elbow that that motherfucker did that. He delivered it the same way every night. Yeah. Whether it was WrestleMania in front of chick, Tens of I almost thousands. said 100,000. That's a number. You know, I've been drinking. I don't know, though. That's like 50, 11 times that the Yin Yang twins used to say. <laughs> I'd have came to this club 50, like 50, 11, 11 times. times. <laughs> 
That's funny. Can I play with your panty line? <laughs> Them niggas is crazy. <laughs> when you watch Yin Yang Twins, you go, they, they weren't special ed. <laughs> 50, 11 times, that's at least. <laughs> you were like, they, they weren't special ed. We all we know we got some special ed rappers out there. Definitely, but definitely. Yeah, the Rock but, always did that the same. And the best part about it was when he took the, the elbow pad off. That's what people wanted, because it was like, Throw it to the crowd, mm -hmm. and, you know, like, yo. Whether it was in a high school gym, whether it was at Monday Night Raw, mm -hmm. Thursday Night SmackDown, fucking... Shotgun Saturday Night. Any of it. Yeah. He did it the same way every, every time, time man, with the same enthusiasm. I think the funniest thing for me, though, was watching Snoop Dogg do the people's elbows. Right. Like, which, I, man, let me tell you Which made you dog. say delivery is a part of wrestling. But that, but it made it funnier because it was like, I don't know if he was trying to be cool. He just couldn't move that much because he was like, it looked like my grandpa doing it. He was like, mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> it made you appreciate, which is actually great. We talked about him doing it last episode. So, yeah. yeah. That, that it made so you appreciate, fun. like, yo, that wrestling shit is an art form. It makes form, you laugh, man. dog. It's like, it's entertainment. You know what wrestling I mean? Wrestling is an um, art form. Can I ask you, though, what did I miss while I was gone? I mean, let me just tell you real quick. Uh, I had a great time on the cruise. Yeah, catch them up. Bring them up Bro, to speed. If you want to meet some of the friendliest white people that you'll ever meet in your life, go on a cruise. All right, because it, it it's I, I didn't have any problems with white people. people well, isn't everyone friendly on a cruise? Hmm. That's fair. People are friendly on a Everybody's cruise. on vacation. But your I'm, PTO done kicked in. Yeah. I would imagine when your PTO kick in, you chilling. Nah, I don't know. You going, just, I'm being paid to be here, sir. We not going to argue. I met friendly white people, but these white people on the cruise were extra friendly because I wasn't okay. expecting it. I was expecting people like to not to talk to me because, you know, I was wearing this outfit, so they was like, you, he's somebody. Well, I mean, you got to be somebody because they're yeah, like, you, 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 you can be kind of intimidating on power, you know, Black Grimace, you know, on the Punisher, yeah. even you some big security guy. But once you wear shorts, you look friendly. Yeah, I had on, I wasn't wearing socks. I didn't wear socks once in my two, that two weeks. I was just ankles oh, you out. Was no sock life. No huh? socks. I have on lotion right now. <laughs> I love it because one of the butter. greatest rap beefs, well, which is, was actually kind of a subliminal rap beef. Cameron versus Jay-Z came uh, back to wearing socks. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Cameron goes, look at this motherfucker. He out there on the beach wearing sandals with his toes out. We from New York. When we had our toes out. And I love it because Jay, it took him forever to respond, but Jay kind of casually came back like, uh, I'm on vacation. I'm in Central Pay. What do you want me to wear, Tim's? Yeah, right. <laughs> so Force it's like, ones. yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta be appropriate, you know, to your yeah. surroundings. You can't always try to be thug. I was on my worst behavior. Sometimes I had my you gotta not on. wear your socks. I had Yeezys on with no socks. The slides, some big chunky ones that look like Starburst colors. I was wearing that, and they were like, "Who are you?" But what I mean when I say they were nice, though, is like people would actually come up and talk to me because I had my son with me. They would come up and talk, and they would give you the, this one guy. They give you their whole resume. How you doing? 78 years old, retired. Uh, 13 years as a teacher. Then I was a coach <laughs> for 10 years, and I was a librarian for another five or 10 right. years before I came back. So I know pizza. And I'm like, what does that have to do? <laughs> it just came up to us. And, like when you're that age, them older white folks, they'll tell you their whole resume. And before they start talking to you. So. But I also think, okay, you're on this cruise. Is everyone from New York or not? Nah, it's from people from all over See, the See, that's the difference I think that you're actually getting. It's not that they're white. It's okay. that they're from other places. I keep forgetting. You're from the Midwest. So yeah. You know, yeah, you didn't grow up the way I Motherfuckers grew up. Motherfuckers get in the elevator with me in my own building just mean mug me. And I go, <laughs> you're my neighbor. <laughs> I know for you. For four years. How you doing? Say <laughs> hi. Learn my name. That's true. No, we don't do but that here. But in, you know, Indiana and smaller places where I'm from, you only have six neighbors. Mm -hmm. Here you got 89 neighbors if you live in a building or... Yeah. It may be a thousand neighbors. So I start to understand you don't have time to meet each person. Maybe that's who I met on the cruise. People like from the Midwest. Yeah, they was, I, I just I was I was we, surprised. We time. I just was shocked at how nice people were. Like even coming back on the plane, um, you know, I was sitting in the front and you know, I I, I guess there were no more overhead compartments. So the steward was like, nah, you gotta put your stuff in the back. I'm like, I said to him, yo, that's crazy because when it's time to come off, I'm not gonna be able to get my back. He's like, well, that's not my problem. You weren't on spirit, were you? No, I was on JetBlue, which is Don't shocking. Be on spirit. Shocking. 
So anyway, it's Jet Blue, where the blood's supposed to fly? But who's supposed to the bloods? <laughs> the Crips they don't do Jet Blue. <laughs> they do Delta. That's the red oh, one. That's Delta. The, okay. Delta, because there's no letters involved. But I, the flight lands and it's not. I gotta get my bag, and now I can't because we're in row two. Our bags are by like row ten. Everybody's walking. Nobody's stopping to let us go back and get it, man. And this one while it gets up, she's like, "Hold on." You guys come on back and get your bags. I saw what he did to you earlier, man. That's tough. You'll be here waiting for everybody. Come on, get your bags. And I was like, for real? She's like, yeah, we got our bags and got off the plane. See, I, those were people from other places. Yes, not New Yorkers, because yeah, nobody New like York New Yorkers are very much AF. the people who the flight lands, and they tell you, yeah. it's going to be 30 minutes before we get off. But well, for some reason, stand people up. still get up and run stand to up. the front. Yeah. I got to go. It's not like, they think it's like a train, you know. Boom, yeah, boom, it's like my it, stop. It, it don't work like that, dog. Just... But it was it was great, dude. I I, I, I want to go back. I didn't want to come back. Where did you go? What particular we, island? So we went to St. Thomas. Uh, they, they have an island they own, Royal Caribbean, uh, called Coco Cay, and then St. Martin. And I, I mean, it was beautiful, man. I, I didn't think... I didn't think I could sunburn, and I can't because uh, y'all can tell I'm really dark. So what yeah. happens when you're this this complexion? You get moon burnt. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> moon burnt? Said you get moon burnt. Heat rash. Because okay? you didn't think you could sunburn. I sure did. I started getting all this heat rash oh, on my you? body. Yeah, my body couldn't okay, absorb well, yeah, no more black. You can't burn. Yeah. You can rash though. I was absorbing that heat, and my body was like, "Nah, chill. You're gonna start bubbling up like I'm overcooked." Nah, you know, you could turn the heat down a little bit, but it was fun. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I had a great time, and I actually brought something back. That I'd like you to try. Back? I brought some back. I'd like you to try. Go ahead, and finish okay. that real quick. You know we we are liquor connoisseurs on the show. And uh, Tian, if you want to try a little bit too, I don't know if you want to cleanse the drink. I want to share something with she you. She like you gotta tell me what it is. I don't do mystery. Drinks. Okay, well, all right, mystery. This is this is, y'all love. This is the one liquor you cannot get here in the states. All right, you can't get it here. You can somebody can bring it back to you. I don't know why they don't sell it. It's not illegal. As you can already see, I sampled some. And this is not an ad. This is white Hennessy. I'll turn it this way so the label don't show. This is pure white Hennessy. This is crack, all right, ladies and gentlemen? Pure white Hennessy. Pure white Hennessy. Aryan Hennessy? <laughs> I'm telling Dr. Umar. Listen, that's how much I love white people. I came back with white Hennessy. It, it don't all right? look white to me. Let me tell you something about this. This is not the Hennessy you get in the hood. This is the Hennessy you got to go on a cruise to get. That's so why it's the on, white it's Hennessy. It's still brown Hennessy. Why is it white Hennessy? Because it's pure. Is it's there a clean. reason for that? It's just, it's clean. So it's hold clean on, what you trying to say about black Hennessy, brother? I, I'm just saying. They'll yeah, be... I'm telling Dr. Umar on you. You just said <laughs> Dr. Umar white, Hennessy white Hennessy is clean. Remember what we were talking about, as I was telling you. They what only... you trying to say? The black Hennessy be late? They only sell it in Relax. the Relax. Hey, look, man. They only sell black Hennessy. This is the good stuff. You can't even buy this in the States. You got to leave the country to get this white Hennessy. That's I'm, glad, I'm just glad it ain't February with you over here saying all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw much I love white people. I'm telling you, I went and bought the white Hennessy. Come on, let me get a little bit here. Hold on, you. We going straight? Oh, yeah, you don't need... This is smooth. That's what you, I'm telling you. You don't you're need... You're a wild man. T, you want, you want to try a uh, little, little ting to ting? You got to get... She got to get a cup. This is straight from the hey, islands, She got to get a cup because you pouring it in your cup. And it's and we not... We just said we don't do that. It's not overproof. Don't worry. This is... And this is it's regular. It's not... I don't know why they think it's dangerous. I mean, if you have too many, it could be dangerous, but this is delicious. People said I was racist for doing it, but boy, this Where, is what racism do, do tastes like. you want to say where you got it? Uh, Where do it's, you it's get white duty, Hennessy? It's, uh, duty free. It's a duty free shop. In oh okay so oh okay. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, it's good for customs. Nah, I got it. They, you you are you good? You good? That's it. You want a little sip more? Take a little taste more. Go ahead. That's not too much. That's how, how, however you can take it. That you you know, not responsible for side effects. I just want to put that out there. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we're not liking you on the drinking with the ladies thing. You, you, you giving some vibes here, you nah, know. Nah, you, nah. you giving seventies vibes. Nah, you, you just, you know, everything's a party. Nah, the only the only side effects of this, you're gonna feel like you're in one of them little John videos. That's it. That's it. But other than that, you know, nothing bad. Go ahead. Don't nobody want to be crunk. Why <laughs> little John? What was that stuff in the gas cans? Was that dude? <laughs> you don't want to feel like that? Oh, how smooth is that? Oh. It's pretty smooth. I've, and don't burn like regular Hennessy, man. I've never. Come on, take it I, in. I don't know why Hennessy is the official drink of black people. I guess Tupac kind of did that thing, right? He rhymed everything with Hennessy. Yeah. Hennessy enemies. I'm oh, sorry, I was just watching Dear Mama on Hulu, so oh, you got a lot of up? Tupac vibes. Nice little smooth. I didn't burn, right? Mm, yeah. Right. yeah. I, my particular problem with Hennessy is. 
the Hennessy slogan. Oh yeah, I don't. You like know the Hennessy slogan? slogan? Uh, was it "Think Better" or something like that? Never <laughs> stop. Never. Never settle. Stop. And I go, Hennessy has made plenty of people stop settle. Stop and surrender. That girl at the end of the bar. Hey, come on, let's go. Made plenty of people settle. It's made me stop too <laughs> when you just on the couch sleep. <laughs> you can't do anything. You go, who comes up with these slogans? Let know. me come up with your slogan. They just put the side effects in the slogan. It'll be Hennessy. <laughs> Shit, she good enough. <laughs> She'll do. <laughs> Hennessy, you won't remember who she is in the morning. <laughs> and it don't matter. Mm -mm. Back to the rock. It doesn't matter what your name is. He's yeah. an absolute asshole. And cops, uh, Hennessy also make you stop and surrender to the police. You drink enough of it. Stuff is, uh, but it's good. It's good. I love it. And I'm glad. Yeah, it's kind of smoother. I'll give it that. It's Come a on, little man. more smooth. Welcome to the high life. That should be the catchphrase. Welcome to the high life. Well, you giving all sorts of other slogans. Vacation vibes, baby. Vacation vibes. I'm not man. coming off of it. I'm going to stay like this for another two weeks. Um, Yo, I finally watched that Super Mario movie, man. I wanted to take my son. This weekend. How was it? Dope. Dope yeah. as fuck. Gave you all the nostalgia. Yeah, they had a lot of the music from like the early games, which we all know the songs. I'm not gonna imitate it because I'm bad at imitations. But when Cooper King came out, his music hits. You like, yeah, he was jumping on different shit. It was all everything they failed to do in the first movie, which obviously being animated helps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get away with a lot more. But Mario and Donkey Kong fall, which that was dope. Oh, they Which did? People forget that he that was, was the OG a, he was game. A villain yeah, in the original. That was the original, jumping over. He took the princess and everything. Remember back in the day, yeah. you had to get the hammer? You know the, you know the true story behind that. Uh, Donkey Kong, that? They, used, they used to, so what happened was Mario and Donkey Kong worked at a barrel factory, and basically Donkey Kong was a disgruntled co worker. You know, they didn't give him his raise. Is so that what happened? The, I don't know though. But he went to the top of the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He went to the top of the roof and started throwing barrels at people. Barry was like, yo, go up there and calm him down and chill. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's that's what the backstory behind that. A lot of people don't know that. Something like that. Yeah, but it's true. I just be noticing that the princess spends a lot of time with monsters. Because mm -hmm. Donkey Kong took her first. He did. Remember? He did. And he and yep. then Cooper took her like on the weekends mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, you heard the scissor song on the weekends. Yeah. That was her weekend thing. Uh, but Mario wasn't catching on that it's like, bro, you just Monday through Thursday. That's right. You're not the weekend boyfriend. He would always show up to save her and you go, yeah, bro. If you've ever picked a chick up from another dude's house, then you Mario. I don't think I'd date a girl who always wore ball gowns every time I saw her. I'm like, where you going? <laughs> <laughs> we just going to Fridays. Why are you dressed like this? But then they see they had got off into the they got off into the classism in that movie because classism. Yeah, because Mario, when he's trying to save the princess, everyone tells him, You just a plumber. You don't deserve a oh, princess. Don't do him like that. Which reminds me of something that happened in the real world. Did you catch uh, Ebony K. Williams and what she was saying about bus Man, drivers? Man, listen. Go ahead, catch him up, and then I'll... In case you live under a rock. Oh, my God. The good sister, Ebony K. Williams, was out here. Where was she on saying this? I think it was The Breakfast on Club. On The Grio. Oh, it was The Grio? She said something yeah, like on Breakfast Grio. Club, too. Talking to uh, the good sister, Ayala Van Zandt. Get my life. Ayala asked her if she would date a bus driver. And her answer was no, unless he owned the bus. And you go, what owner drives the bus? Not one. You ever mm. been to, uh, <laughs> you ever ordered something from Amazon and Jeff Bezos was standing at your door? I'd be shocked. <laughs> wow. That's like, why there's free shipping. You bought it. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying what she said didn't even make sense. <laughs> then it goes, if you're the owner, you don't drive the bus. I, I, I mean, I, I guess she wants somebody who meets where she's at or makes the kind of money she makes. But there's nothing wrong with being a bus driver. It's a decent job. You getting a paycheck. Yeah. You get a pension. I don't know. Like, it's not like he said, I I, I drive imaginary well, buses. He, what Ayala said was, you know, what about the man's character? And I think that's the difference between our grandmas and even our mother's generation and now. That everything's so money driven and yeah. focused on money that you go, what about how he treats you? Yeah, that, and that I mean, even I gotta matter. say, Chris Brown's never single. <laughs> so a lot of these women nowadays, <laughs> I feel like they're very much focused on your resume. That it's yeah. like, fuck the resume. 
how are you being treated? It, like no, Ayala true. said. True. And I mean, she's our elder, so it's like, look, my Angelou gone. That's yeah. all y'all got. So yeah. if y'all not listening to her, I don't know who, who the fuck y'all finna listen I, to. I think there's some women, I don't know, I'm not saying it's all women, but there are some women who are a little delusional, because like, I was watching this TikToker, he was talking with, what are you looking for in a guy? And this girl, I don't know what she did for a living, just walking on the street, she was like, you know, he's got to make at least six figures. Uh, he's like, what about height? He's got to be like over six feet tall. And I'm like, uh, are you an NBA coach? Yeah. What? You're <laughs> five scout. four. She's an NBA scout. You're five four. Your mother's five eight. Yeah. Your father's five nine. Why six foot five? I don't know. But are you coaching the basketball team, ma'am? I feel like men have a little bit more of a realistic uh, vision of what well, they look for. Here, here's what I'll say, and here's what I know. You ask a guy, what will he say? Oh, she got in a, particular look nice, got nice body. Well, no, in particular, online when these conversations happen, black between black men and black women, mm -hmm. black women will come say. Everything, meaning they'll list the guy down to job description, yeah. to height, hairstyle, hair what's texture. The, what's the uh, standard? Tall, dark, and handsome, yeah, right? Nice hair. But and you know why there's no equivalent to tall, dark, and handsome? Because anytime a male says she got to be light skinned and four foot nine, they get here come all the girls who aren't that. Oh. Well, this is colorist, and this is that, and this is that. But on their end. Job description, he gotta be this tall, he gotta make this much, and his dick gotta be huge. You know how you, you fight go, back? You know how you fight is... back? You know how you fight back? I got I got a way to beat that. Yeah. You break the mold. That's it. What are you looking for a woman? I need a girl who's light skinned, uh, has a short fade, at least six six, voice deeper than mine. What they, they... But I just told you that if if men name their preferences, they yeah. get so upset. But they'll sit and go checklist top to bottom. Nah, not if you say it like that. You gotta, you gotta be outrageous. Say it like what? Like I said, she's gotta have a fade. She's gotta have a deeper <laughs> voice than mine. She's gotta be six foot six. There's no woman who's gonna be like, oh. So describe like, a woman that doesn't exist. I'm, I'm describing <laughs> Brittany Griner. That's who well, I'm describing. Well, what, I'm, <laughs> not gonna... what I'm telling you is the women you describe are mad realistic, but they'll come and be like, no. You think so? If, if I, if I no, said, pretty... listen, real real life examples, like yeah, they get upset. That's why mm. it's like we just need some equality. I feel like dudes only got mad because I don't care what Ebony K wants to date. Yeah. She doesn't have to date me. That's not, and we're not in her tax you know, bracket. Whatever. It's cool. But like I said, when every time a dude names their preference, they come over there and go, "What'd you say?" Jay-Z Jay or insert rapper here shoots a video. What do they do? Ain't enough. What about this? Where the dark skin girls? Where the big girls? How come there ain't no? So, but we don't ever get to come to their side and go, why everybody in your video got muscles? Maybe what they... about the skinny men? We, so I think what's happening online now is dudes are fighting back to say, why'd you say that about bus drivers? Yeah, it's like just, it's too many people with opinions, dog. Just enjoy just, the content. To me, she just came off very much like the Amanda Seals type, which actually that's the verses I want to see. Ebony <laughs> K. Williams and Amanda and, Seals. And here's the here's what? the real problem I see. What? what? <laughs> Have you ever watched any of their interviews? <laughs> Neither one of them are accountable for anything they fucking say. Because here's the thing: with men, they make you be accountable for what you say. They'll come over to you and say, "You with said, the receipts." You said what? Okay, so. You're an elitist this and that. With Kevin Samuels, all he did was name preferences. Mm -hmm. Men want you to be feminine. They want you to be in shape. They got pissed. This man died, and they wouldn't let him R.I.P. Yeah, they came back. So you go, he can't his face. name yeah. his preferences. Right. You can't name yours. And just, that's fair to me. I just, but she didn't have any <laughs> accountability. She went on Breakfast Club and did that whole interview, which I love DJ Envy for being like, you talking about black men? Uh, your fiance was white. Yeah, <laughs> because she tried to instead of taking ownership and just saying deflection. Okay, that's my preference. She's deflection. Oh well, this was for the black community. I want us to be better. Blah blah blah. That's we're being a bus driver. That's what I was saying about the Amanda Seals shit. She does the same thing when people get pissed off. And here's the thing: as a comedian who has a lot of opinions, I don't care what anyone says. Meaning. Even if I am offended, I'm not going to be the one to say, ban that page, take right, them right, down. Right. But with Kevin Samuels, they were saying, ban him, 
take him down. He should be allowed to have his platform. That's crazy. Don't have him on yours. When he got on uh, the last season of Atlanta, they was pissed. And it's like... Oh, that was great. That was a funny it episode. It was good. But I'm saying that to say, like I said, her, different people, their whole platform is based upon holding people accountable. Sometimes if you've understood, uh, some of you listening, hard, hard to understand what Phil's saying. Let me let me put it in a different context. Imagine you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you order the, you know, bagel with egg cream, you know, and cheese on it and chives and you order. I like mine with just chives, egg, whatever. And somebody comes and say, what about the ketchup? I don't like ketchup on my my eggs, so thanks. Yeah, yeah, but I was talking about what I like. And <laughs> yeah, this is it's not my about you. This is my order. I prefer this. Well, what about all these other condiments? What about that salt? We just got the salt sitting so over there. I feel like all the smoke she caught was just men being like, "Nope, this this how y'all treated Kevin Samuels." Bro, that's all for cap. simply naming his preference. That's so all if she cap. named hers, then here we come too. So either both of us can name our preferences yeah. and everyone needs to be silent. Exactly. Or it's Agreed. always going to be these gender wars every time somebody says their preference, which I think is silly. And like I'm saying, I agree. You know, these Amanda Seals types, Ebony K types, their entire brand is based upon you need to be accountable for this. Black men, how come y'all not standing up for Jesse Smollett? Uh, <laughs> story seemed a little shaky. Yeah, at best. Amanda was quick to delete that one, and you go, "Don't delete it. I Come remember back that. out I here remember and that. stand yeah, yeah, on yeah, what yeah, you yeah. said." We're not and, supporting him. And it him. just very much feels like they are always asking us for something, but when we ask for something, it's like silence. Hmm. That you go, "Oh, okay, man, protect." Yeah, we got black a lot women. of work to do. We got protect a lot of work black to women. Do. Oh, cool. Okay, we'll do that. What are you gonna do? I'm not finna do nothing. You don't define <laughs> what a woman is. Okay. That's fair. I'd I'd like I'd like to see women volunteer to pay more for food and stuff. You know, I'm a big eater. <laughs> I'm okay with it, man. Like you're, I like to eat. Eater? I'm I would like someone to take me you out. You know, and being treat an me. eater means something different nowadays. So you gotta it, it could be both sides of the coin. You, you I'm gotta be I'm 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 open to that, but I'd like to be treated, you, you know? know. As an eater, I'm a drinker, I do a little more of that white. Well, you, are you liking it smooth? How about how you feeling? So you wanna more. you wanna re-up? Just a little more. Okay, cool. So while Phil takes him a little pour, I'm gonna really quick pour pour you guys into this right here. Shout out to our sponsor, first sponsor ever the podcast, Magic Mind. That's why I'm the way I'm... Look how I'm dressed right now. I've been drinking Magic Mind for weeks, and it has opened my mind up to this new style. Now, some of you may not like how I'm dressed right now, but Magic Mind has different effects on different people. It may not make you dress like this, but it's got all these natural herbs and spices and ingredients, stuff you can't even pronounce, like ashwagandha. What's ashwagandha? I don't know, but it's in there, and it's the first <laughs> thing I drink in the morning. It opens my mind up, gives me all kinds of ideas. It's like a mind in bloom. What did Jay-Z say about a mind in bloom? He said it after he drank know. Magic Mind. That's what I'm telling you. Go get you some Magic Mind. It's delicious. Transition. Transitions yes. are your specialty. Absolutely. You know who could have used some Magic Mind last oh. night? The Lakers. Well, Lakers, if you're watching this podcast right now, go to our website and get you a discount. 20% off on your first order of the Magic Mind. It's www.magicmind.com forward slash B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Take 20% off. It's coming out of Phil's bank account. I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry, man. But they appreciate the discount. And go get you one of these. It's delicious. And you, you it's a coffee replacement. You won't regret it. Thank you so much, Magic Mind. Um, Lakers down 3-0. Celtics down 3-0. Phil, I need answers. I'd also like to apologize because I, none of my predictions. Uh, yeah, guys, if you're a fan of the show, you've been seeing the clips I put up, and it's just all Avery being wrong. I didn't which I said we gotta rename the show <laughs> to, but he don't know though. I don't, I've been wrong about everything. All everything I said, <laughs> I, I never said, but I don't know. I don't know though. I never said. And it. I love having y'all on video because typically these yeah, he predictions had just happen in bars. And there's no recording unless I want to pull the surveillance video. Oh, you said you but thought LeBron... But now I got all y'all dead to rights. He was you, like... You, Nick Alexander, yeah. that was on the last... Uh, what was he on? Like two episodes yeah. ago? He was like, you I said LeBron was going to win. Let me just pull this video yeah, up real quick. What about... just saying crazy things. Which, yeah, you were you, you said the Lakers was going to get smoked in the first by, round. By the Grizzlies until... I didn't know Dylan Brooks was going to do what he did. And now the Grizzlies not even re-signing him, which is like the biggest like slap in the face. Which, like, he's a great defender. He made... But for all yeah. the all defensive teams, so why wouldn't you re-sign him? Because he was talking to LeBron. 
I so, mean, that's that's a guy you probably shouldn't talk to. Well, who is he supposed to do, bro? Like, am I supposed to sit there I mean, and not? Like, I'm I'm capable of playing we, basketball. We know what happened with Deshaun Stevenson when he called himself the LeBron stopper. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, the LeBron who? Who? Yeah. We ain't even going to talk about Reuben Patterson. Oh, the, no. The Kobe, the Kobe stopper. stopper. Like, see, we showing our age now. But <laughs> Go look it up. Go look it up. It's on video because they was joking about it at practice. Oh, that him, that's the Kobe stopper right there. Which I love LeBron sharing the clip the next day of like, was it the Jay-Z song? Which Jay-Z song was it? Dig old. That like, I've been doing this for years, y'all. Like, there have been plenty of people who have said, I'm about to do this. And then well, they get cooked and then it looks bad. But the Lakers are up. Well, the Lakers, the Lakers are, down. are down. So I guess we found that. All three to we, the Denver Nuggets. We, we found that the slim thick center is the Kobe, uh, the LeBron stopper. Because he ain't they, talking about Jokic. He's slim thick. I hate the fact. Is it Jokic or Jokic? I don't but know though. We don't, yeah, we don't know. I don't though. know though. It's <laughs> like that Mario Mario yeah. argument we had. I'm not know. And that Houston Houston argument that we have. You New Yorkers just be saying whatever. But it, it's fuck y'all. Hold up, say. Tian. Is it Houston Street or Houston Street? Houston up here, right? Help me out here. Is Houston? Okay. Thank you. Here in New York, it's Houston, sir. You are not that's, in Texas. That's so when you wrong. In, when you the in rest Texas, of the world is Houston. So you know nah. why they do that, Tiana? Because they like to correct people in New York. No, it's actually Houston, sir. Thank you. That's that's why. <laughs> but so, every time I see it, I definitely say Houston. It's Houston. Because it's spelled sure. H-O-U-S-T-O-N. When, when you're in Texas, sir, it's Houston. When you're in the streets of New York, bro, it's Houston. You understand what I'm saying? See, New York want to fuck everything up. <laughs> who who the fuck is Whitney Houston? That, hey, no, listen, there's a two different see, people Whitney we talk Houston about. Whitney Houston a goddamn legend. Yes, yeah, she is. you bet not say nothing about. Whitney Houston is a legend. And what's a Schenectady? Because that's a street here. And I'm like, yeah. what is that? You know why you'll never find out? Because we don't snitch. You're asking too many questions. What's this, just just go down Schenectady if you look for the bodega. It's right there. What's it? We Yorkers. don't know what it is. It's New Yorkers. We don't know what- mispronounce what, everything so they can look at anybody. Knowing people come here from all over the world. And just confused. Just so they can look at you and go, it's Houston. And it's like, bro, stop. Anywhere else in we the world. We are aggressive. That is Houston. You know what I didn't like about New York being aggressive was like when the Knicks lost, everybody turned on Julius Randle. It's like, whoa, I love Randall, man. Randall's like, so solid take for it easy. But y'all didn't appreciate Melo until he left. So no, and then they were, but they blamed him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, y'all, that's what I just always say makes y'all unique. Y'all will pile on y'all best player, and I'll go, that's the only guy trying. For real. Well, yeah. him and Brunson. Brunson, yeah. But it's like, y'all got to get on the rest of these motherfuckers for not doing nothing. And, and the teams need support, bro. Like, they made the playoffs but with back, that back, team. Back to the Nuggets. Woo. Here's, here's what I hate. One is when the, which it's hard to say they're an underdog, the Nuggets, because they're a number one seed. But <laughs> when an underdog wins or the team who's not the fan favorite wins, People have a tendency to do this thing where they don't give credit to the team that's playing. Yeah. That they go, oh, the Lakers collapsed. The Lakers suck. The Lakers this. The Lakers that. That is like, the Nuggets are playing fucking great. That's what the coach was saying. He said the narrative was, yeah, oh, those narratives. what are the Lakers going to do now? They, they're down. Like It's like... And I also like to go back. I'd step back some my talk about the MVP conversation. Uh, Nikola Jokic or Jokic has been playing like... Like this, this the the big man version of Russell Westbrook. Like I've never seen anything like that. He's all triple doubles. I mean, and I mean the I mean clean. I watched that. I'm like, yo, this guy's not making a lot of mistakes. I've been reluctant to give him his credit because so I've always felt like it was, you know, with Westbrook they'll say that's stat pad. Yeah. But with him, they're like, this is tremendous. And you go, wait, he gets eliminated in the first and second round every year. Yeah, not this year, boy. He Whereas made... with us, with, with black players, Damn. they'll like to put that narrative on them of, oh, well, until you get to the finals. Yeah, you're not, no legacy. It doesn't count. And even uh, Jason Tatum, that, which I love them beating Philly because for years everybody said, trust the process. And you go, you were in the second round when you blew this all up and tanked for like seven years. I'm so mad they fired Doc Rivers. He didn't deserve no, that. No, listen. No, Phil. It's not Doc's fault. That's, Thank that's you. fair. That's all I was going to say. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That was but all I was going to say. He can't play. Listen, as an organization, 
Philly could have drafted Jason Tatum. They had the number one pick that year. Yeah, they and they picked Markel Fultz, which I ain't yeah. I ain't gonna shit on Markel Fultz. He was supposed to be who better was than the what two he pick? Was. I think Lonzo Ball. No, I might be wrong on that. You gotta look it up. Maybe Russell. I think it might be Russell actually. That's on the Lakers. But I said that to say we've learned a million times since Michael Jordan that. You picked the best player available. Remember when they picked Sam Bowie? Yeah. And we've learned this lesson over and over again. Remember Portland picks Greg Oden, which Greg I'm Oden, an Indiana yeah. guy. I'm not going to shit on Greg Oden, but Kevin Durant went number two. Hey, he got a championship. All say whatever years you want. later, you, you know Kevin Durant should have been that number one. But I said all that to say, anytime you pick player over position or position over player, Bad deal. Who's that Philly guy? That, picked who does that guy they picked? That, that center they picked. That light skinned dude. That he was one of their other first round picks. I think he was from like like Duke or North Carolina. And he's a little uncle for yeah, but, he, uh, but again, it didn't matter. The point is, the mm. very guy that cooked you, you could have picked. Yeah, yeah. And even in Jimmy Butler, him. Jimmy Butler's making this crazy run when she went to the finals in the bubble. Unbelievable. And everybody run. called the bubble a fluke, but look who's in the conference finals know, the same team. I don't know teams. how he's doing it. I don't know how he's doing it. Cause it's not like listen, man, he's he's no kid, no he's a, he's a foster kid of like an adopted kid. Who's hungrier than a foster kid? Well, they had the great story I heard about him that uh, I can't remember who was telling, but he was like, this is when Jimmy played in Minnesota, and he was like, they came into practice, and they got the mm -hmm. A team and the blue team. And the A team is all the starters, uh, Wiggins, Cat, those guys. He was like, nah, I want to play with the B team. Bunch of people who didn't make he the league, a bunch of scrubs. Picked, man. And he went, they went up against the starters, and he was cooking them. He wasn't even scoring. Like, he was playing defense. He's shutting down Cat. He's shutting down That's Wiggins. Right. All the stars shutting down, and... Jimmy's team wins. They beat the starters. And he's he like, pay me my money. I'm like, yo. Yeah. This guy does, is. He doesn't care where he's picked. He's in the, Like I said, he's a doctor kid. He's like, I've been undrafted my whole life. That's nothing. You know what? He, I mean, he was drafted, but second he round. He was adopted? Yes. He's oh, okay. A, I'm not making this up. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm an asshole. Okay, nah. I didn't know he was adopted. And I'm not but, trying to make fun of him. Nah, nah, nah. But kids. it makes sense, though, because he's adopted a lot of hairstyles. Mm. And that dreadlock one didn't work for me, but I, it's I, been I can hard appreciate it. life. So yeah. <laughs> he only wore that for the pictures. You know that, right? I know. That was Which funny, though. Which is the funniest fucking thing. It was the funniest thing. thing. Just like, all right. We're going to keep taking class photos every year. Use the same fucking photo from last year. Jesus, y'all are annoying. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it's like I'm, a license picture. You know what? Like, I might do that I myself. I didn't brush my hair today. Just use the last one. I might go get me one of them one of them pieces and put it in my hair like a piece just to... Yeah. I might. I mean, I think I'll look good with it, you know? But I wanted to tell you, what? with the Lakers, it's fucking annoying because, you know, the Lakers have a big fan base that you go, y'all are fair weather fans that... When you ask these people, how long have you been a Lakers fan? They'll kind of go, yeah, 2016 or whatever, whenever they signed LeBron. Last time they won. 2018. <laughs> what was it? 2019? I don't fucking know. But I'm just saying of like a lot of them, like when Kobe left the team, mm -hmm. a lot of them realized, oh, I was a Kobe's fan. I yeah, not a Lakers, Lakers fan. fan. Yeah, because if you didn't cheer for Tariq Black <laughs> and Kendall Marshall, <laughs> you are not a Lakers fan. You're not an OG Lakers fan. How if about you that? No, you're not a Lakers fan. <laughs> if you don't know that Lakers team from like 2017, yeah, the year yeah. Kobe retired. If you can't name at least three players, Woo, you. If you can't name <laughs> at least three players, you are not a fucking Lakers fan. All right, fan. let me. I'm not a Lakers so, fan, but I'm gonna try to name three. Three. Uh, Luke Walton. No, I'm not a Lakers from fan. When Kobe <laughs> God, I don't from know. From the no. years between Kobe and LeBron, hey, if I never you can't said, name at least three starters mm -hmm. at a time on that roster, you are not a fucking Lakers fan. Malik Monk. Okay. No. Okay. He played I, with LeBron. I'm not a Lakers fan. See, that's it. It is. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I need you to go on record right now. Right now, Phil. Who is going to the finals? The fucking come on, man. You got one team that's down 3-0, which is like zero and one hundred twenty-nine chance of mm -hmm. someone coming back from that. If anyone can do it, fucking LeBron. He could. It's, him it's... and AD, which AD is a crazy talent. But I'm giving the nod to Denver. Denver's going and Miami's going. Mm. Miami has eight undrafted players. So like I said, Jimmy ain't the only one with that mentality. But here's what I wanted to say about the Lakers. You know what's extremely annoying about them mm. and their fan base? What's that? 
when they win, they'll be like, we, we just a seven seed. Can't be the little old seven seed. Oh, God. When they lose, they'll go, we're just a seven we, seed. We're just a, a seven we're seed. We're rebuilding. I what, didn't, what are y'all clapping for? A seven seed? Never said we was going to win. Yeah. When they win, they'll be like, LeBron 39. Mm-hmm. 39, dog. And they lose. Come He's, on, LeBron 39. He can't do it no more. He's not at 39. this level. He should. Well, oh, congratulations. You beat an old man. He should be on at home cutting grass, looking at John Deere motors. But when and they win, you lost to an old man. But, but let me let me get specific then, since it's too easy to call it. Who's winning the chip? You could now this will be. Now you could put a but I don't know though at the end of it, but if you brave, say it with your chest. No but I don't know. Call it right now. Since you say it's gonna be the if Nuggets and the Heat. What I say, and it's Who Denver versus Miami. Unless Miami can get Harrow or Oladipo back, they're gonna lose to Denver. Denver's the more complete team. They got a great Jamal bench. Murray. You heard the streets is calling Jamal Murray, Jamal Curry. Oh yeah, no, but he he's a bucket. <laughs> No, he been cooking he though. He been looking like Steph Curry. He been cooking. So. He been cooking. Cause remember he broke his leg or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And whole, he had to sit out that whole season and watch. Yeah. You know, so, so he, he got a chip a on his shoulder. Team for a while, but yeah, Denver looks like the best team. I'm I'm gonna call him Lays because he got a chip on his shoulder. He playing yeah, like yeah. he got something to prove, and I'm like, when, it's a hard team say, to beat, man. Uh, getting your mama out the hood is lesser than getting your mama out of war zone, people. Yeah, no, nah, he goes because Jokic is from a he, fucking war zone. He goes back every year like it's nothing too. You like you ever seen a landmine? <laughs> <laughs> you like, oh, y'all had broken bottles on the court yeah, you, y'all played I, on. That's cute. Have I ever seen landmine? I have, have watched ever Dylan seen Brooks a landmine. I have watched Dylan Brooks play, and I also subscribe to John Morant's Instagram feed, so I have seen a landmine. <laughs> no, you haven't. Which, yeah, that's what I'm looking at with Job. Like Job, another gun. Bro, I didn't believe it the first time he apologized because he was like, he was way too giddy saying he was sorry. It's all little, little Look, smiley. Man, I think I expressed to you or a couple episodes ago about the older players, two things I revealed to you. One was that Dennis Rodman worked in an airport. Yeah. Dennis Rodman practically was discovered working in an airport. He was taking luggage down and they said, damn, that looks like a rebound. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird's father... This is dark. I apologize. Go with it. His father committed suicide to take out an insurance policy so the family would get $10,000. Larry Bird came out there and played his goddamn hardest. Dennis Rodman came out and played his goddamn hardest because he never wanted to go back to working at an airport. So I said all that to say this. Look, you have to acknowledge that a lot of these guys, since they've been about 12 have been told, you could go pro, man. You could take care of this entire family, mm-hmm. which is a burden that no one should have to deal with. They should be allowed to, at some point, be a 20-year-old kid. So for John Morant, for Ben Simmons, for a lot of these guys, I think they just need a year off. Red shirt here, just like in college. I go off, I get to wave guns, I get to go to strip clubs. Imagine this, you got $50 million, but you haven't had time to spend it. You got training camp, you got practice, you got games, you got this, you got the USA games. Mm-hmm. Non-stop, you're training, practicing, training, practicing. You never get to just smoke weed with your friends. You <laughs> so never you, get to dream. You think that's why? You know, I, I, the answer for Ja, in my opinion, and and is this something they used to do in like, like the 80s, 90s, the rookies would just stay with the veteran. You know what I mean? Someone who's been around the league and just stay with him for like a month, two months, just live with him and be around him and get some of that that maturity dust off. Like, I'm not going to come down too hard on him because he is 23. And, you know, when I was 23, I was running like some stupid scams and stuff. It was really dumb. Hey, don't you know what be mean? admitting that shit on this. Hey, hey, statute limitations is over. Uh, I didn't rob anybody, but... Hey, hey I, I don't know nothing it, about that. You ever seen Office though. Space? You ever seen Office Space? It was something like that where like a click would make like 10 clicks. That's, <laughs> let's just put it like that. We got caught. They wrote me a letter and I was like, fair enough. I don't want to get in trouble. I ain't doing this anymore. So Jaws Young, you know what I'm saying? Like 
The whole fascination with guns, I don't get because I'm not from the South, but I understand wanting to be with your friends and do hood rat, you know, stuff. Hey, we jip it well, in the car. that's where I'm with him. I don't I have think, a with which, Let me state. I think he's being extremely irresponsible and dumb. Yes. And I think the NBA has every right to say, hey, bro, you're suspended. But guns are legal. Yeah. So you go... Whose fault is it that we care this much what a 23-year-old is doing? And it ain't so much that he's waving a gun. Mm -hmm. It's that he's doing it on Instagram Live. So, I mean, so John needs better friends. He does. John needs friends who don't have Instagram Live. Or go on Instagram like Live. Like yeah. needed friends that don't have cameras. <laughs> Video cameras. Hey, man, is that Cordy? No, no, no. It's off. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I'm gonna do this, but like, people, some you know, some people are like blaming his friend, and I'm like, you can't blame his friend. I, how excited would you, you be? You, if you can because if you care about me, well, and, and listen, I'm just saying, his friend on, didn't stop, know he was gonna pull the gun stop. out. That's all. No, because they but, was. But listen, we're in entertainment, both me and you. Mm -hmm. We're comedians. Have you ever been in a situation where you've seen a comedian who has high profile shit going on? I'm a writer for this show. I'm an actor for that show. Put that fucking camera away. You ever seen that? Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it plenty of times. Motherfucker, yeah. come over. Hey, dog, uh, did you just record that? Yeah. It's Delete the reason it. why Chappelle parties, there's no cameras. Yeah, yeah. They, Put your they, phone they over take there, them motherfucker. Away from you. Yeah. Like we here, it's strippers, it's liquor here. Nigga, who the fuck needs to see this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. John needs better friends. Mm. I'm going that way. You don't need John, better John's friends. John's an idiot, but I think who isn't an idiot at 23? He, that's what that's what and I'm saying. If you dumb gave stuff. me at 23 millions of dollars, mm -hmm. I'd be a fucking jackass just like John. Even like Ben Simmons. Like mm -hmm. I'm saying that it's like these dudes need time to be people. I think if if you know like. He's got to know that his job's at risk. Like that's it's gotta like they gotta well, yeah, take it away work from for him. Yeah, you for a corporation, so you can't do that, bro. And that that's the thing they like to think because they're making forty million dollars a year that they're not an employee. You hmm. are a high level You're a high paid employee, employee motherfucker. Yeah. So I, put you, that shit but, away. Let, let, what, do you, what do you think about this though? Also on this side of things, not just that the people who are making judgments about him, there's worse stuff going on in their home that they do in front of their yeah, kids. Yeah, but they're not stupid. I know to they're put not. It on Instagram yeah, yeah, that's live. true. That's fair. So I'm just again, saying, y'all. The responsibility I'm comes back they, to Ja. Bro, I'm just saying they judging him like, oh, yo, you got way worse going on which, in your listen, house. Ja did tell us he got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Yeah, so, <laughs> but he ain't from New York. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all our issue. But again, back back to Ja Morant. That yeah, you just gotta lay down the law and keep your circle tighter and say, yo. Timeout's when not going to work me, anymore. No Instagram live. And yeah, that that's pretty much it. That it's like you, you, whatever you're doing, don't be stupid enough to have to be on, on Instagram online, live. Yeah. And tell your buddy. He's 23. He's supposed to be in a club with jewelry on and no might shirt. Do anything. I'm going off that drink, which this is the part I want to say. And this is the part that's important. What? You know, weed in the NBA has only been legal for a year. Remember what happened to Rasheed Wallace and uh, Damon Stoudemire? They called him smoking weed. Uh, well, that's because weed was illegal. Yeah. But like I'm saying, weed <laughs> has only been legal in the NBA for a year. So quiet as kept, all them other players got to be looking at this motherfucker like, are you getting ready to bring drug testing back? <laughs> because what's they going to say that yeah. we can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how yeah. it was? Like, look, when I was in, I don't know about your elementary school. When I was in elementary school at lunch table, we had uh, red, green, and yellow lights. They mm -hmm. would flip our table over. So red light was, shut the fuck up, eat. Okay. They would put different tables on times. Wow. They would flip you over to yellow. Y'all take a little bit. And flip you over to green. Everybody can talk. It's cool. But I guess we were just too noisy. But I said that to say, <laughs> Adam Silver has put the league on the yellow green light. Y'all oh, can really smoke. Right. It's cool. Don't worry about it. So all the other players got to be like, Motherfucker, we only had this shit for a year. You messing it up for us. You fucking yeah. up the green light? Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you, yeah. we don't get no green. So, yeah. yeah, man, they're behind the scenes probably being like, yo, you better get your shit together. We don't know what's wrong with you, but like I'm saying, yeah, that's why I'm in favor of young players being able to say, 
I'm out for a year. I need to go be a fucking person. So you're a mental health advocate. You wanted them to protect their They've mental health. They've been a corporation since they were 12. That everybody in their hood been like, bro, go to training camp. Go to practice. So what, what, go what to if, training camp. Go to practice. What if the NBA mandated for all rookies, all veterans, like as if you get you get vacation time during the season, like if you need mental health that you get like a week, look at Andrew, seven days look, to look take. Look at Andrew Wiggins this year. Yeah, he had to miss a month, and I mean the Warriors is one of those organizations that they supported they, him. Yeah, they've won so much that they just said, "Cool, don't worry about it. We fresh off a championship. Go, you can go away for a month and come back." Yeah, which the public kind of did him dirty because they made up a whole story they about did. nothing. We they won't did. speak on what that story was. I'm more concerned that the boy doesn't get haircuts. Yeah, he needs a lineup bad. What the fuck is going on in Canada? But Drake get haircuts, don't he? I think so. (laughs) So Y'all got barbers up there. Must have. Go see one. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) He be looking like my man from The Wire. Remember when it's putting them bodies in abandoned builds? Chris and Snoop. You were like Chris from The Wire. Man, what's going on in the six, man? I thought when he came back, he was going to have a fresh fade and everything. Nope, still Wolverine out here. Nah, Drake the the only one with a nice fade in Toronto. Everybody else looking wild. But nah, the only person they've done worse than him is uh, J.B. Fox that you go. Prayers up for Jamie Foxx, man, and just hope he gets better. But you Seriously. don't know what's going on. Yeah, people just make stuff up. You just know, make shit up. Fill in the blanks, you know what I'm saying? It's fill so weird. But I, I'm going to make my predictions call for the finals right now. I'm not going to put a but I don't know okay. on it. It's going to be the Nuggets. I do not believe that the Miami Heat can hang with the Denver Nuggets. It's two different climates. You got cold versus hot. And the people in the cold living in a mile-high city, they way more athletic. That's I'm sorry. Thing. You know, they say that the altitude is an advantage for yeah. Denver. But then you go, how come y'all haven't won nothing then? They haven't had the best of teams. Well, I guess John Elway and them did back then. Sure did. That football team is good. Peyton Manning, come on, your homeboy. That's like if you played in outer space and then people had to play away games with you (laughs) and you still lost. They don't even breathe oxygen. How are we supposed to beat them? They never get tired. Motherfucker, there's no gravity up here and you lost. How? (laughs) You play every day with no gravity. Should have played the zone one defense. That's what it means. I feel like it's almost an unfair advantage that they never take advantage of. It could help. I mean, so it, you go, it's isn't amazing. it an advantage at all? Have you ever been to Denver? I never have, but I want to go there. The first state to legalize uh, cannabis. So I would like to see, you Which know. everybody's done that now. Even yeah. just walking down in Soho, I was starting to notice. 16 weed shops. All the dispensaries. And you go, wow, that's crazy. Like, one, two, Like, three, how four. much different can weed be where you need 10 different weed shops on each corner? Like, y'all not selling different strains. Y'all all selling the same stuff. And I mean, as the authorities have alerted you, only like four of them are actually selling but, weed. This is what I don't get. It's legal, right? Y'all have decriminalized marijuana. So why y'all busting the shops for selling it? Which, I, by the way, I love that the safe injection sites, I don't know if you noticed, they have a, a tester that'll tell you how pure the dope you bought is, oh the my heroin. God. So you almost go, nah, fuck it. Y'all need that everywhere. <laughs> wait a minute, I need wait a to minute. Know when I go to a bar and that shot of Hennessy is twenty five dollars, I need to see how I much Hennessy is in it. I need to bring my tester out. <laughs> you go, y'all, y'all treating these addicts more fair than y'all treating regular people like me. How pure is my shot right now? I just let me see. This. Yeah, come on with that tester. Uh, that's only ten percent Hennessy, man. Give me something else. I don't want you that. Feel like it's gonna be heroin deals going down at the fucking. Safe injection site. I, I that probably I just will. hand you a briefcase and you go, I'll be right back. Give me one second. <laughs> Walk this out. Hey, test this shit. No Wait, more so, of them. You remember on the movies? Yeah, how they I was going to say, they put their finger. That's what actually don't do that test no more. <laughs> <laughs> they go, nah, we, we got We got a fucking. They're going to give all the test kits where it turns tester. blue and whatnot. Like the well, cops have. The other thing I noticed in Soho, I don't know if you've noticed this, but. There are people who just write phrases everywhere in New York. The yeah, on the dream, sidewalks. Dream until it's your reality, yeah. which I ain't going to lie. Some days I'll be ready to quit. That's inspiration. I'm headed to a show, yeah. and the comedy show only paying $20, and I'm just like, motherfucker, I could go home for all of this. Yeah. But everywhere. In Soho, 
I see that shit in Midtown. It's in downtown Brooklyn, too. I get too. up to Harlem. I see Dream until it's your, your reality. Yeah. I think it's an art collective. Shouts out to who? Because, yeah. yeah, I we don't appreciate know if it's man. one person or 15 people doing yeah. it. But like, I go, you it's know It's like Banksy. What? Yeah. I appreciate that shit. It's, it's, it's cool because you see it everywhere. Even in bathrooms, I'd be like, you know what? I will dream till it's my reality. You're right. I'm not going to yeah, quit. Yeah, you see that shit everywhere. I appreciate certain that. certain little phrases is that you... Like I said, from fucking Brooklyn, Harlem, back down to Staten Island, you go. Who team. is doing it? Who wrote this on the fucking Staten Island Bridge? It's gonna it'd be like Banksy. We're never gonna find out who it is exactly. Man, I appreciate you, whoever the hell you are. You're doing uh, God's work right we, now. We run out of How time. we doing? You got some uh, advice for? Yeah, us? we do. How we doing, Tian? What, what's, what's the call? All right, you wanna oh, yeah. you wanna you answer want somebody's questions? Boom, let's go. The. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I was gonna ask my own personal question, but I'll do that next week. Um, while we look, while I look up the question for this week, why don't you hit them up with our social media? How can the folks follow us or watch us? You know, wherever they at. at but I don't know though. Pod on Instagram and YouTube and all social media. And what about YouTube? Where we at on YouTube again? Same place. But I don't know. Are you gonna spell that out for him? Season two. You gonna I'm spell not it out? spelling oh, it out. On, if you don't know how B U T T from B U T by now, come then on, you don't man. need to follow us. Come no on. dumb motherfuckers. You being fair, we, we man. Over it. Not being fair to the people. All right. Uh, here's a great question. I love questions like these. Quick reminder: We're not experts at this. We didn't train for this. Not at all. Full, Look how I'm dressed. Full disclaimer. You want to let me watch your kid? This man's shorts come above his knees. That's how you know. But I got these are cocoa butter, and I'm not wearing socks. So we give you advice, and it don't you know don't work. Yeah. That's on you. Okay. Anyway, you see, we've been drinking white Hennessy. A little bit, little bit. It's smooth. Not an ad. Uh, why won't anyone buy my customizable networking T-shirts? Several years ago, I was frustrated with the way people went about looking for jobs. I'm a small business owner, and even before running my own company, I've always networked. Through networking, I've managed to do so much. Today, I run six networking groups. Again, several years ago, I created a t-shirt designed to network for you. It lists various fields, each with a checkbox by it, and comes with a small Sharpie, so you can check off the type of job or career you desire. By wearing the t-shirt everywhere you go, it's... It starts the job-seeking conversation. Okay. I marketed them inexpensively to college grads. I went to colleges, job fairs, and even graduations. Not one t-shirt sold. I was so angry, I was on popular talk shows and in the paper and still nothing. Today, I sit with every size t-shirt in my garage. Oh, man. Many ask why I don't still pursue this idea. They are the ones who got the idea and believe in it. Perhaps I was ahead of my time. I marketed toward college grads who Texas is a main form of communication. However, today communication is even worse. Young adults can barely look someone in the eye. Please tell me what your opinion of is of my t-shirts. I hope people would wear them daily and maybe while filling their gas tank, this would start a conversation that would change their lives forever. Networking will always be the way to get what you need. Referrals, physicians, mechanics, plumbers, electricians, landscapers, housekeepers, financial advisors, accountants, babysitters, blah, blah, blah. Whatever I have missed. Am I wrong? Would my product help those unable to network? Quick response. I'll take this first. It's a great idea and a great t-shirt. Unfortunately, they have this thing called Yelp and like Angie's List where people go <laughs> and read five-star reviews. If I'm going to hire a plumber, I'm not going to look at someone's t-shirt and say, you know what, maybe I should get Tony to do it because it's on the back of this guy's t-shirt on the tube train. No, I'm on Yelp. I'm on Angie's List. If you maybe would market the shirt as like a fashion thing, like... Uh, a baddie checklist, uh, likes to drink, takes shots, uh, you know, out every Saturday. Maybe like a checklist like that where you could take a pen. that make it fun. But I'm not taking referrals for plumbers or people to paint or babysitters off of some guy wearing a T-shirt walking down the street. Sorry, just me. I mean, are you taking a referral? What does the guy's shirt say now? It's a networking T-shirt. Like, what does it say, though, in particular? So it lists the job and the qualifications with the checklist, and you can change it with a on Sharpie. Your shirt. On your shirt. So you're walking around you're walking with your down resume the street on, on your, your shirt. shirt. Hire me because I know Word, I know Microsoft Office, and I'm good and with Excel. And then if you got a little belly, then people can't yeah. even see that shit. They go, raise your stomach up right quick. Let me see the rest. Or if you got some bust, what are you, you know, if she curvy and she she got the bus going. You go, what's that say under your left nipple? What What is that? Is that Microsoft Excel? Yeah, right here. It's double so, space. Yeah. That's why it's like you got wow, double space. Wow, buddy. It. This is 
Yeah. A bad idea. I agree. He went to college graduations. Like it's it's like a You know, I know we've all been trained, and this is the thing. Life trains us bad that they teach us as mm -hmm. youths yeah. never to give up and that we don't have any bad ideas and that not give up. Oh, that's There's some ideas. shit you gotta give up. Yeah. And that's what we realized is life is too short. Yeah. There you are, only may there have are... 60, 50 years. I don't know what your age, demographic, or gender is, but mm -hmm. you may only be promised 58 years. And if you spent 29 of them trying to market a resume as a damn shirt. A t-shirt, yeah. Which shit. Bro, write some important shit like that on there. Like, can we call your last employee? Exactly. Which that was the question you used yeah. to always trip my ass up <laughs> Whoa, uh, about wait, that. Hold on. No, uh, no, no, no. Let first me... off, the phone disconnected. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But you put yeah, the number off by one. That's what I did. idea. There that, are bad like ideas, you're bro. You're saying that it's like there are other apps and different things for that. Bro, that there are bad no ideas. No one who's looking to hire somebody is looking at somebody's damn t-shirt. Did you know there was a lady who went over Niagara Falls? Um, in a barrel that had one air hole in it and went in there with her dog. You know, before she did it, she was like, you know, this is a great idea. It's a landmark thing for women. I'm going to set a world record. I don't know about that. But... I'm going to tell you. Hold on. She went over the waterfalls, and when they found the barrel, she was dead. Do you know why? Because it was a bad idea. Her dog took up the air hole, and she suffocated. That was a bad idea. Oh, there wow. are some bad ideas, ladies and gentlemen, and that was one of them, and this T-shirt is right behind it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I, loose. Wow, damn. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just piggybacking on what you said. Something I wanted to say. Closing. I just there, throw you off. Woo, you got me on that one. I'm just saying. You said people believe there are no so bad yeah, ideas. Yeah, buddy. It's, it's time. There are to, some bad time, ideas. Time to work on a new idea. Yeah. That's just work. Get to work. Keep we'll, working. We'll just leave it. One there. bad idea. Like, strike one. Get back to yeah, strike two. Work on know. something new. You feel me? We're here. Every Tuesday, y'all, go check out the YouTube page. Phil was telling you this yeah, is Fire Man. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, tell Even your friends if you about don't us. Like us, pull up and be like, I fucking hate y'all. Thank you. Follow the social media, but I don't know the pod. Avery Mason official, the Phil Hunt. At ah, Jesus, Christ. I am Phil Hunt, folks. That's Sorry. But who I don't know. Yeah, the I he is Phil Hunt. I'm Avery Mason. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, Tuesday. Thank you, Magic Mind. That's what I wanted to say. What? Einstein and all those people that are great and remember those weren't their first ideas. Not at all. This sounds like a first idea. Yeah. Kill it. Try something else. Sometimes yeah. when jokes aren't working, you got to go leave, leave that shit, shit alone. Up. That's yeah. not a good Flip joke. It up. Anyway, way to say it. we out. We out. Next Tuesday. See you. How was the Hennessy?